Have you ever had someone all up in your business and you just wanted to flick them off like a fly? Well, this next lady that we are interviewing for Winning Women May is all up in the business and we don't want her to leave. Her name is Jacqueline. You're going to hear a lot more from her and from us as we three talk about business, purpose, confidence, and winning as an entrepreneur and in life. Welcome to the Challenge Yourself podcast. Let's get all up in the business with Positive Soul. Let's go. And this. Wait, when do I come in? Is a check. Wait, what is this? <laughs> it's not a check. Hi, I'm Ashley. And I'm Joy in this. Wait, when do I come in? Is a Weird Friends production. <laughs> Welcome to the Challenge Yourself Podcast. Two friends, one in mental health and one in public health, decided to get together in the midst of a mind-blowing pandemic to bring you short but mighty daily messages to lift and encourage your spirit. Tune in. Yep. And challenge yourself. Welcome to the Challenge Yourself. Okay, one more time. Yes, I'm so excited for winning women today. Yay. This series. If y'all don't know, for the month of May, the Challenge Yourself podcast has been literally doing the series on winning women, women in leadership. And if you didn't know, and you're a woman and you're out there, you're a leader. So go ahead and just shift your mindset right now. You're a leader. And so just take that with you. Put it in your pocket. Walk with it for a little bit. I'm Joy. And I'm Ashley. And we welcome you again to the Challenge Yourself podcast. Got an amazing guest. And I'm telling you, I am thrilled, beyond thrilled, to be able to introduce her to all of you, to our podcast community, to all of our new listeners, to everyone. She is the epitome of class, business, entrepreneurial. She's just got so many different hats that she wears that are incredible. And yeah, when I first saw her, I really did think in some way, she must be related to the Kardashians. I'm sorry, I just had to get that out. I had to get it out. I had to get it out because I knew if I didn't, it was going to eat at me. I was like, wow, what a, what a striking resemblance. But no, anyway, this is an amazing, amazing lady, Jacqueline Kadamian. I am so excited to bring you to the podcast, and I'm going to tell everyone right now really quickly because I want to jump right in to the meat. Um, Ashley, you with me on this? We want to jump into the meat because this lady has some meat. I'm not talking about that little burger, you know, that (laughs) y'all get. I'm talking about the real meat. She has 
like that filet mignon meat. Oh, you know, wow. where you were that that premium grade meat. Now, those of you who are vegan, vegetarian, mm -hmm. you know, and, and she's out in Cali. So I know there's a lot of you out there who are who are vegan and vegetarian. I just want to say your meat can be a meatless filet mignon. It's okay. Oh, she's like avocado? Still, like, <laughs> like an avocado. No, but you know, there's ways to do it that, you know, there's beyond whatever, whatever they call it. Oh, beyond meat or burgers. Beyond meat or what have you. Anyway, the point is Jacqueline is incredible and she has so much to offer. Um, she's a licensed marriage and family therapist. She's a business coach for entrepreneurs such as myself <laughs> who want to build a sustainable and impactful business. She specializes in working with entrepreneurs who want to both launch and scale their online business. And she helps entrepreneurs stand out as leaders, attract high-end clients, and she's going to talk about what, what that looks like, right? And live a full life and create financial abundance in their business. And I don't know anybody out there right now who's listening who wouldn't like to have a life of financial abundance That's now let's right. just be honest mm -hmm. abundance and having an abundance mindset is huge also Jacqueline further helps her clients step into the version of themselves who can be do and have their dream business and lives and so I'm just going to go ahead and plug this now right here at the beginning so that you can be looking at this while you're listening to this podcast. She is at positivesoul.net and on Instagram at positive underscore underscore. Is it positive underscore underscore soul? Or is yes, it? Yes, it is. Yeah, <laughs> it's three underscores. Boom. And there's Boom, something about that. Positive three underscore soul. <laughs> <laughs> and I want you all to go ahead and start looking that up now, looking her up and, and go ahead and bookmark her website and go ahead and follow her on Instagram. So Jacqueline, welcome to Challenge Yourself Podcast and the Winning Women series. Oh my God. Thank you so much for having me, Joy and Ashley. That was that was such a funny introduction, Joy. I try to hold <laughs> myself back. <laughs> you are so sweet. Thank you. Thank you, are, you for coming. Best. Thank you Thanks so ladies. much for coming and, and, and being yeah. on the show and really gracing us with some, some good meat and some good, just some, some good positive vibes. I know we like, you know, we've been, we throw that, that term around, but I mean, really, when I think of you and I think of being a student of yours, you know, and really, Aww. you know, the, you know, for everything from business boot camp, and I know you'll talk about some of that, but everything from, you know, the business boot camp to, goodness to the um uh, there's there was a challenge that i did last year that you had there have been so many things you you're, you uh got books you've got your podcast no, as yeah. well like you have so many great resources and you mm -hmm. yourself are the resource 
just just Thank listening you. to you in mm-hmm. a class and i'm really i'm and for those listening i'm not buttering jacqueline up this is serious <laughs> y'all know i don't put stuff out there unless Aww. i'm serious when i have re- literally sat in a class and listened to her talk i have literally thought to myself you know what i can i can do this i can do this because there were times as an entrepreneur where you know i really wanted to quit but mm-hmm. i took a class with jacqueline and I felt renewed like you know what no I can do this I do need to think about you know thinking higher and 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 really going to a level where I can see myself as a person that I want to be and and also uh, the clients that I want to have and so thank you for that Jacqueline just just oh, want to get that out you. there as a I'm as honored a Yes, and and you're very welcome because it truly, truly has been a pleasure. And so we got to start off fun. Y'all have already heard me be a little funny, but we got to start off fun because, you know, it wouldn't be the Challenge Yourself podcast if we did not have some something cute to say. We seem to find this stuff. I don't know how we do this. It just, I think it's just, it's natural flow. So Jacqueline, what are three things you'll more than likely Mm -hmm. never do again? Oh my gosh. Okay. (laughs) Yes. I I have, I have a few. The third one, it was hard to think about, but okay. So I will never, and by the way, these are random. Let me just preface this. (laughs) So I will never go on a roller coaster. I'm sorry to my adrenaline junkies out there, but I just cannot do roller coasters. I have had many traumatic moments on them, <laughs> so that's a never. Oh um, my god! I know. This other one is from left field too. I will never eat mayonnaise. Oh, <laughs> oh. oh. I'm sorry. I know these are very controversial. What about numbers. Miracle Whip? Is, that's, is that... No, no, oh. I cannot do it. I got. Oh um, I know controversial nevers. I'm sorry, everyone. <laughs> I promise. I, I'm I'm actually the weirdest, like pickiest eater. So don't <laughs> take any food advice from me. <laughs> Mayonnaise may be great. And then, um, you know, honestly, this may sound cliche, but I will never not be an entrepreneur. Yeah. So, and I guess yeah. that ties in. And when I was thinking about it, I was like, hmm, what can I really stand on? And I think I just love being an entrepreneur so much. So I can yes. never not see myself not being one. Yes. Wow. Yes. I Very agree. random. <laughs> Very random list it. of three. <laughs> I love it. I'm still thinking about the miracle whip. Or the, <laughs> what is the I other just, one? There's another, there's a vegan, well, oh, the roller sorry. coaster, but there's a yes. vegan, isn't oh, there a vegan mayonnaise? There is. It, I have it at home or either my mom threw it out when she came through my house <laughs> like a hurricane. <laughs> Um, she may have thrown it out because she didn't know what it was. Is it veganaise or something? Maybe oh, wow, it's okay. veganaise or something. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I, <laughs> just to hear you random. say that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't do pickles. I, I don't do pickles. Oh, I love pickles. Oh, oh we have to switch. <laughs> so, see, <laughs> I'll do mayonnaise and uh-huh. you, you do and pickles. I'll do the pickles. Yeah, yeah exactly. I know. It's, yeah. I was like, you know, that's truly like a never- because that's been consistent for like 20 plus years in my life. So I was like, I have to say this. I have to share. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. 
So I love it. I that's love a fun it. Question. I love that it. That is fun. That is fun. And and I think that it's a good way to start because frankly, you know, we think about the things we want to do. And I'm sure a lot of us have had time during the during the pandemic to think about, okay, mm -hmm. this is what I want to do. This is what and then, you know, it's like, but what what, you know, what are some things that you'll never do again? You know? <laughs> <laughs> so that's awesome. So but you are, you know, you talked about on entrepreneur uh being an entrepreneur and you said yes. that you'll never not be an entrepreneur yes. and so what do you see as are the benefits of entrepreneurship especially for women oh my gosh what a good question so yeah entrepreneurship has been something that has totally transformed my life in so many ways but I think the top benefit for a woman especially is it's such a good lesson on confidence and self-esteem and I don't know about you ladies but I know for me growing up you know there were a lot of issues with self-doubt and self-esteem mm -hmm. and it wasn't until yeah and it wasn't until I really jumped into entrepreneurship where all of that came more to the surface and I was able to do that work but there's such a golden opportunity I think for women especially where we can step outside of the shadows and just really command, you know, our own life. And that's yeah. why I love entrepreneurship so much because we have the total control. And, you know, I don't think many women especially have been given that opportunity. So it's just mm -hmm. such a good lesson on confidence. And as we know, as you ladies know, confidence affects every aspect of our life. So yes, relationships, health, you know, body positivity, everything. So yeah, I would say that is the number one benefit that I see in myself and my clients. That's and I'm awesome. sure, yeah. Yeah. Wow. And the confidence piece is huge. Mm -hmm. You know, it really and, is. And and I I you know, I don't I I think people I think I don't know how people are associating confidence, but I I think some people mix it up with um um this ego or conceitedness yeah when really that's not what it is so when you think of confidence what what comes to mind for yes you? thank you what a good distinction by the way because yeah i think there's this perception that confidence means arrogance like you were saying joy but yeah i think when you're confident actually it's the total opposite of that because so to me, confidence means just being really happy with yourself and feeling, and you know, accomplishing goals, taking those little steps, those progress steps, which I think entrepreneurship is a great lesson on. Mm -hmm. They're constantly going through it, right? The ups and yes. downs. But yeah, confidence to me means being happy, you know, being very just uh, grounded and secure in who you are. And it's a total opposite of being arrogant or feeling like you're better than others. It also right. means to me, just loving who you are, right? Imperfections yeah. and all. Yeah, just that yeah. self-acceptance really, I think is, that's what confidence means to me. Yeah, I that's, that. I love that. I love that, oh, Ashley, don't you. you, don't you feel good about that, that self-acceptance piece, loving oh, yeah. who you are and I like you know that. what I mean? Absolutely, yeah. you know what? I've never, I, I've never heard someone equate confidence with entrepreneurship the way you did so I, yeah, that was, I love that. <laughs> oh thank you I mean I know it's weird it sounds weird but truly like I have done a lot of work and you know going to even getting becoming a therapist but it wasn't really until 
I became an entrepreneur that a lot more things came up and it was just the perfect opportunity to really work on my confidence. So it's kind of like a secondhand bonus that you get from it. Wow. Yeah. Oh my I gosh. Love that. That's powerful. I love that. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm so like, glad. It's true. And, and it's I feel true. that way too. Mm. Being wow. able to take yeah. control of my day, mm. being able to, you know, have, you know, the, the structure that I need to be able to make things work. It yes. has made me a lot more um, confident and also just just more able to to speak up about things. Oh my not, gosh. You know what I mean? To really, I yeah, because I, I used to kind of, you know, just sit back a little bit and mm-hmm. like they used to say, you sit back in the cut a little bit and wait <laughs> to see what everyone else was going to say. When I was working for other people, I was always, you know, kind of, let me see what folks are going to say first. Let me, and then I'll give my two cents and they'll, you know, naturally I would, you know, someone would be like, well, Joy, what do you think? You know? And I'd be like, man, mm-hmm. I didn't get out of that one. But, <laughs> but now, now it's like, no. you know, now I'm like, no, you know, yes, I, I am um, the, the, on this ship. Yes. I am literally the captain. Mm. And I also have a responsibility to the people who come in the door, the service I'm providing. Mm -hmm. Um, and it makes me, it's made me more responsible, uh, as a person, more accountable. And that Mm -hmm. also has lifted my confidence too. You know, there's no, and, and for yes. me anyway, there's no one else to, to, to lean on and say, well, they didn't do it. Nope. It's me. Yeah. <laughs> it's me. Exactly. You know? So, so I appreciate that. That's, that's oh, awesome. Thank you. Yeah. I know. I appreciate you uh, both too, because it's, yeah, I think, you know, for me too, you know, there have been many failures and like you said, Joy, it's only me to fall back on. So it's yeah. such a good lesson in like building that perseverance and, you know, yeah. coming through adversity. Yes, exactly. Oh. And women know about that. We know about yes. the comeback and coming back from adversity, coming back from a lot of challenges, having to multitask, you know, you've got women exactly. out here who are, who are, who are taking care of families and, uh, you know, who are, you know, juggling a lot of different hats. Mm -hmm. And so we, we know how to do that. I think a lot of women seem to second guess themselves though, when it comes to business and going and putting themselves out there, it's almost Mm -hmm. like you, there, like I'll see a flood on social media of people starting things, but then, Mm -hmm. you know, it just kind of, they kind of, you know, flood out. And I wonder if it's because of the, you know, imposter syndrome, the, Mm. you know, inferiority feeling of, you know, oh, well, no one liked my post. So I'm a failure, you know, those kinds of things. And I think people, and particularly women, I've really seen, um, uh, really struggle with that, you know, um, even yes. to the point of haven't I sent out enough emails? No one's responded. Like I've even mm-hmm. gone through that. Exactly. Where I've been like, I've been like, Oh my gosh, I've sent people too many emails. Mm. What if, what oh, happens if they, what happens if they unsubscribe? <laughs> well, you know what my mentor always told me, she said, Jacqueline, instead of having your goal be to increase your email list, what if you thought about reducing it to those who were 
fit for oh. you. Let me oh, clap. Wow. Podcast oh Nation. I'm clapping. If you hear clapping, <laughs> let me tell you. I'm dropping the mic. That's a drop the mic moment. That's a whole that's a whole mood. That's, that's a mood, whole, right? Yeah. That's I mean, a drop it changed the mic. my perspective. Yeah. Exactly. So yeah. So happily say if anyone unfollows you, unsubscribes, making room for the ones who are fit for you to come in. <laughs> so thank you. Thank you. That's good. Exactly. That's good. Right? Yes. Next. Thank yes. you. Next. Thank I'm just you. Kidding. Next. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Next. I love it. Like next. Ariana said. Yes, exactly. exactly. Precisely so, um, so. Yeah, that's good. But you know, you make such a good point, Joe, with the imposter syndrome. And, mm-hmm. you know, I think too, for the longest time, I mean, this business world has been run by men. And it's, yes. kind of, it's marketed towards men. I think, Joy, you and I um, years back had talked about this, how it just feels like, you know, the marketing people use and the business models are just very structured and they, they just feel like they're more for the men, you know, they're very yeah. logical. And mm. yeah, there's this, there's a whole other side to that with the woman or the, you know, with the feminine energy more where we don't want that. Um, you don't want, right. we don't want that type of marketing or business, right? We want to be more in our feminine, flowy, and you know all this wonderful stuff with our intuition, inspired action. So right. I think with that approach, yeah, there there does come doubt because number one, it hasn't been talked about much. It's fairly new. You know, it's yeah. coming. It's it's just now arising. Women entrepreneurs and this online business model. I would say it really exploded in the past five years. Yeah, so it's really new. Exactly. Yeah. And anything new we do, I'm sure you guys can tell this better than I can, but anytime we do something new, especially, or it hasn't been done a lot before, I think the imposter syndrome rears its ugly head even more. Yes. And I was definitely victim to that for many years until I finally decided no more. Like mm-hmm. this is, we're going to write a different story. So it does take time to get out of that. Yeah. But practice makes perfect. It really yeah. does. I feel like I just keep pushing, pushing stuff out there, not just stuff, but myself, myself, just like, you know, okay, go do it, do it. And, and, and I was a shy child. I was always kind of, my mom had to push me and I, you know, for some reason when I grew into me and womanhood, you know, and, and what Mm -hmm. have you, something changed. And even as I become an entrepreneur, more is shifting. And so I feel more, um, I just feel more embodied in my body, in tune to me enough that it's like, you know, if, if no one likes this, I'm going to still, you know, I'm going to feel good because I put something out there that I believe in. And so it's value is not based on, you know, what someone liked or didn't like, it's, it's not about that. And I think that's been really important. And even with, you know, us starting this podcast, you know, in the middle of (laughs) COVID-19, just, just, you know, it was like, we want to encourage people. And I think we wanted to encourage ourselves. Absolutely. (laughs) We really did. We did. And now it, you know, it feels so it feels so Look natural organic yeah exactly just an organic natural you know process so it feels good to me um oh yeah. you hit it on the head you know when you do things for fun for the pure joy of it I yeah. think that's when you get your biggest results so yes you guys have such a great podcast such great energy and 
it's really something. Thank so you so much. Thank you. Yes. Ashley, you too quiet, girl. What are you up there oh thinking? <laughs> yeah, like, oh my, I'm just honored. <laughs> I'm so Aww. honored. Like, I, you know, I'm, I feel, again, like, this just feels like I'm talking to someone I know, and I just met you, Jacqueline. So Thank oh you. You too. You're so sweet. I know, I know, I know Joy, but I feel like I know you too, Ashley. Yeah. So you're, yeah. you're yeah. such good energy. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I'm loving oh, it. Yes. Oh, great. I love, well, <laughs> you know what? That actually, I feel like in um, that kind of takes us into the next question because I was thinking about what you just said, Joy, and just, and you know, what you just said, Jacqueline, about um, loving what you do. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, we wanted to ask, like, how do you measure success? Oh my God. Yes. What a good question. So yeah, it's like a perfect synergy because the one way I measure my success is, am I loving what I'm doing? Because, uh-huh. and I've, um, I've talked about this before. I, I think Joy, maybe, you know, but so for the longest time I was doing love and relationship work, um, on my, on my online business yes. and it really, it wasn't, you know, it wasn't fulfilling. I wasn't loving it. I mean, I was making, you know, profits, but it was, to the point where I was going to shut down the positive soul business. Mm -hmm. So it just shows you, right. That it's not about money or it's not, it's not just about validation in that way. But so for me, a really important value I would say is loving what I'm doing and being happy Mm -hmm. about it and being excited every day. So, which is what I have now with the more business side of things. So Mm -hmm. definitely that, um, I would also say this is so cliche, but like, you know, happiness of, do I wake up feeling happy? Am I feeling good? Um, success to me is also following my purpose is really just, you know, having a higher, um, having a higher vision for helping others. Like I absolutely love working with women entrepreneurs. I'm sorry to the men. I love you guys. There's something different about a woman entrepreneur. Um, someone who is just like me, you know, who I can help just, you know, go to their full potential. Like that's literally what to me success is. It's helping people um, just make it and, you know, feel good and good about themselves. So more than everything else, more than the money, anything, you know, that stuff will come. Mm -hmm. It's just more about those, like the values and you know, how, how happy I feel, how content am I in my work? Mm. Yes. That's That's good. Yeah. That's, that's a, you know, different than, you know, I, I grew up, um, <laughs> with, with the, um, my mom was always listening to tapes. We would t- take long trips in the car. Mm-hmm. You know, she would listen to tapes. Speaking of men oriented businesses, you know, there would always be rich dad, poor dad, no knock on that. <laughs> a lot of people who have been in positively impacted um yes rich dad poor dad how to win friends and influence people it was always the you know talk radio and it was men 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 Uh and you know there were so many different um books the the laws of 48 laws of power and um, uh, what was the other one Uh, there was there's another one along that those same lines and everything was being written by men the the cassette tapes yes I'm dating myself the the cassette (laughs) tapes were you know um were narrated by men so this is pre audio book you know, I mean in terms of the way that we do it now uh, where everything is uh, is 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 on an app um but we I would listen to men talk about 
you know, financials and, you know, numbers and, mm. um, and, uh, yes. and just their, the way that they clearly stated things, uh, uh, uh regarding business, it was very, um, you know, masculine, very, um, just, just not, you know, I got it and I thought, okay, that's cool. You know, I was a kid. I was like, okay, that's cool. Mm -hmm. But I, but, you know, as I look at business models and what have you, there's so many different ways to be creative and in your business mm -hmm. and really bring, you know, the, the, the makeup of who we are. So, you know, I mm -hmm. think you're right, Jacqueline, you talk about, you know, success and measuring it, not always looking at, well, 40% of this, you, you know, and then you, you know, when you have 12 contracts, then, then you, yeah. you know, it, it, yeah. it's just that whole thing. And, and that's what I would hear growing up. It was all numbers, percentages in, and those things. And I think that yes, numbers and stats have their place, but also it's the, the, the happiness piece. It's the, you know, the, the, the satisfaction, um, oh. and the, the encouragement, the, the look in your, on your client's face when they have a light yes. bulb moment mm. that's huge to me so I'm mm. so glad that you're bringing up those no. things because I tell you what I, I we can get into 40 50 percent if you can just get 90 percent <laughs> of the people in the door and they start talking really fast and I'm like whoa 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 <laughs> uh, yeah uh, it's like turn off turn off yeah. right like I'm not yeah. even listening anymore <laughs> uh, I know let me tell you guys too like when I because you know most common businesses advice, even in the online business world where there's a lot more women, a lot of them will still focus on numbers and, yes, you know, you have to hit really? this launch goal. And mm -hmm. I, I used to do that. I'm not going to lie because I thought I had to, but yeah. I just gave that up <laughs> for the yeah. past, I would say year or so. And it has been working wonderfully. So wow. for anyone listening, you do not have to have like, I need to get 10 clients this month or hit yes. this number by this second to mm -hmm. be successful or to meet your you know, general target. Yeah. I think it's, that's kind of just stifles the energy a little bit. Mm. So I definitely yeah. understand what you're saying, Joy, the numbers yeah. and all that. It's kind of, it's very masculine. It's, it's really out of the, you know, the energy that we want to flow. Mm. So Right, and it can that. be stressful too. That's you know? very and yeah. draining. Yeah. I know for me, you know, who still sees uh, clients. Um, yes you know, therapeutically, um, if I focused on numbers every month, oh, I'd be stressed. Oh, I, I, yes. I know like even week to week, I'm like, I really, I have to go hour to hour. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, did, did I, did I impact this one person in this hour? What came out of it for, for them? What can I do better next time? Like, I think in those terms, mm. because if I start thinking, well, you know, uh, you know, uh, let me make sure that, that I hit, you know, eight clients a day and let me, yeah. then, then I have missed the therapeutic, yeah. you know, for me being in mental health, I missed the therapeutic part and I know there's a business part of it, but I, but I also feel like I, I, I have to go with this part of 
business. I have to go hour to hour as I'm seeing people because it makes a difference in being, you know, impactful with that person. And that helps them to come back. And that helps the quote bottom line, you know, so to speak, if I was talking about, you know what I mean? You know, so anyway, that, that's my thought. And I think, yeah. And I think it's amazing that you say, you know, Hey, yeah, I, I, I'm going to take some time and not focus so much on the numbers, mm-hmm. you know, and, and how that has impacted you because there, there's something to be said. I know for me, I know it, it can mm. be a, a stress. So I, I think for me, I'd probably have to like, <laughs> this is just me talking. I'd have to hire an intern and be like, now you focus on the numbers right? <laughs> and just, just, just let me know quarterly. And see, I'm not even in the field where I have to focus a lot on numbers other than like, numbers as far as finances I do that now but um, (laughs) I agree I think it it does put a pressure on you and it takes away from the fun of being you know just being excited to produce something or to you know make content so I that's such a great point that you all are making yes indeed and Ashley wait she does Ashley you do focus on numbers aren't you in an epidemiology class well yeah that's true Uh, your friend has to tell you about your life I definitely (laughs) love it yeah I I am actually um it you know for y'all out there who may not know I'm studying public health that's my passion and particularly I really love epidemiology just the study of disease trends all that nerdy stuff like I actually yeah I guess you know I I Uh you look at numbers numbers. That's oh, wow, good for you. Out. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. It's, no, hard. Go ahead. Yeah. it's hard. Oh, sorry. Yes. Yeah, no, Jacqueline, you're right. Yeah, we were we're ready for you, girl. You oh no, you. no. I I was agreeing with you. I mean when yeah, because you know, it's the pressure of you have to hit this many clients by this launch day. And I just got yeah. so sick of it. I was like, who cares? <laughs> like I'm yeah. more like you now where I'm like quarterly. Or yeah. maybe monthly, you know, right. I keep track to make sure, you know, I'm on track towards my goals. But, you know, and this is, you know, something we learned in psychology, Joy, where it's like, yeah. when we worry or have fear, it does nothing to solve the problem. Mm. So we can either right, put our energy towards um, worry or and fear or put our energy towards thinking in a different way that could more than likely affect, you know, affect what happens next. So I just decided I'm not going to worry about things anymore that I can't really control and I rather just be present in the moment and like you said that's ultimately what helps you get clients um, yes. when you can just be present and focusing more on how to help people and how to impact them absolutely absolutely mm. that's and that's so important because you know that leads uh, you know us into you know, what, what I, I know was an important question I wanted to make sure I asked was, you know, and I know this from, from just taking your, your classes and I'm not going to give anything away because someone is going, y'all, some some (laughs) ones are going to want to jump in, but you talk about envisioning your dream client, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, in, in your class, um, uh, in your boot camp, what have you. 
And I know that was helpful for me, me who can tend to be like scrambled egg, mind all over the place in terms of <laughs> I want to see everybody, everything. I don't want to, you know, I don't want to turn, you know, I, I, you know, I didn't want to niche. I didn't understand yes. that process because people kept saying to me, you know, in, in entrepreneurial land, see everyone, take everything. You need the money. Do it all. And (laughs) so why is it difficult for many people to really niche down? Uh, That's the first part of the question. And then uh, along with that, what are some of the pitfalls and and from from going in too many different directions? I know Mm. I know what were the pitfalls for me, but what are, you know, for those listening, you know, why is it difficult to niche? And then what are the pitfalls if you don't niche down? Oh my gosh. Yes. Such a good question because yeah, I have personal experience with this too, where when I started out, I was trying to do everything for everyone. And I thought, you know, I had people talk about a niche and I would just laugh at them and be like, no, I'm going to be the one who can do everything. (laughs) Like we have these (laughs) high hopes and we're like, no, I'm going to be the one. And then you realize, oh, wow, like those people were right. (laughs) And it took me a few, I would say a few years to really realize that trying to help everyone is really helping no one. Um, Mm. It's like you're having too many eggs, right? And too many baskets. And instead of focusing. So I think what's different for people at first entrepreneurs is number one um, like you said joy we fear that we're shutting ourselves to certain clients mm-hmm. um, you know there's also that scarcity mindset of oh we have to work with everyone and we have to grab all the money because there's mm-hmm. no, there's gonna be nothing left mm-hmm. so it's that scarcity mindset right of like if I don't get this client that means I won't get another one and then yeah you know some people have a difficult time also finding what they're passionate about but if that's anyone listening, if you are having a difficult time, that does not mean that, oh, you know, let me just do five, six different fields until I find it. Like I would say really focus on that because your niche can really make or break your business. Truly. Yeah. Um, It's, you know, many studies have shown that when it, when, you know, someone is all over the place or there's too many things going on, it makes it very hard for the person on the opposing side to know what you do or to want to work with you. So what what um what we actually think we're losing by niching down is actually the opposite because once you get more specific and you get more clear on who your client is and what you want to do more people just flock to you because you're very specific you're clear you're confident and people people like that you know people really feel our energies online even or face to face so I always love to compare this with like a restaurant example of let's say you know would you rather go to the sushi spot that's known for really good amazing sushi or would you rather go to another place that has sushi italian food japanese oh. mexican oh. american oh no that's what's so good oh my, right? oh my god that's so oh my god oh my gosh right? let me tell you okay i'm having an oprah moment hold on let me just tell you okay, okay. I love it. let me tell you i i cannot do buffet no me, no. I, no 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 I have had enough with the buffet. I, I, let me, and I'm telling you, when you go in there, it is like a cattle herd. I'm like, how can you have the Italian here, pizza here, yeast rolls, Mongolian barbecue in the back? I'm yes. like, I cannot, and I think you that point that you just made, mm. that, that just another drop the mm. mic point. 
Literally. <laughs> I love it. Yes, it was. <laughs> well, right. I mean, who is there really like, and not to not to say anything bad about buffets, but you know, it, it's it's not that notable, right? For many yeah, people, let's that's say. True. And it it kind of compare. I mean, some are great. Don't get me wrong. Yes, but yes. I would say, as opposed to like a really good Italian restaurant or mm-hmm. you know, really good. Um, you know, whatever the case is. So that I just like to use that example a lot because I think people could relate to that. But yeah. nothing wrong with buffets because it sometimes works in the food space. But it I think does. in the business space, right? In the business space, it's like, it's it's too confusing. It's too all over the place. Um, and I did this for a long time. You know, people don't know what you do. They don't know what you're known for. So yes. it makes it trickier to get to get clients or to get that high-end client that you want. That's right. And, mm-hmm. and I think, you know, Ashley and I have talked about that. Mm-hmm. We talked about um, just <laughs> the, you know, who do we, like, we talked about email lists and things, yeah. but it's like, <laughs> who are, who is it that we are, you know, marketing to, or who, who is it that we would like to, to, to see, come, come, you know, be, be, come to us and, you know, in terms of wanting to, to know more or or, or what have you for, for whatever reason, you know, and, and, and I think it's difficult because initially just like with, um, what is it MLM the multi-level yeah start with your family and friends just start with you and I think (laughs) that that was something that again stuck with me for so long Mm. was um you know I I saw some family members growing up doing the MLM and and that whole idea of start with the people you know Mm -hmm. and and what I've noticed though is no knock on the people I know at all but that familiarity um, just, just kind of really made them say, oh, that's just joy being joy. That's true. You yeah. know, that's true. And exactly. I think, um, you shoot yourself in the foot. And I know for me, I can speak just honestly and perfect, um, you know, personally, it was kind of discouraging because it was like, oh my goodness, <laughs> yeah. is listening. what is happening? <laughs> Oh, you ladies will find your tribe. Like I can guarantee you 1000% because what happens too is when you get more specific, you become more relatable and it may take time, right? It may take time to get your audience, but keep being you and just have that confidence and faith. And I promise you guys, you will find like that core people will come to you and they may not even be interacting with you. Like most of my clients are people I've never spoken to. So just, you know, people can be passive observers without you guys even knowing. Exactly. Just keep that in mind. (laughs) Yes. And that, that, that is so true. That's so good um, to hear. And that, and, and that brings us to the next part really, which is for those who don't know the difference and what is the difference between launching a business and scaling mm. a business? Yes. And like, what is an example of that? Because yes. there's a lot of people who just don't know uh, what, you know, what that means. Yeah. The jargon. No, very good question. So launching a business would be if you are just starting, let's say from scratch and you decide, you know, Hey, I'm going to take my services online and 
you build up your Instagram page, your website, you know, you have your services. So that's more of a launching aspect. That's easier than scaling a business and scaling a business comes more with the long-term plan of how are you going to, okay, make money now? How are you going to be profitable year after year? What are Mm -hmm. your core programs? You know, what are your core offers? So I would say scaling a business is often much more challenging because it requires just that long-term plan. And you just have to get really, once again, you have to know your niche Mm -hmm. and you have to get really clear on what you want to offer. You know, like for me, I plan it out for the year pretty Mm -hmm. much what I'm going to be offering. And just having that detailed organization with that, I would say would really help someone scale it. So when we say scaling, we just mean growing the business. Like how can you make it into a six figure business or seven Mm -hmm. figure business, you know, whatever the case is. So that takes some trial and error of seeing, you know, what products are working or what services work. And Mm -hmm. once you find something that works really of how can we market this? How can we get more clients, you know? So that, that could be more of a process in itself than actually launching a business, if that makes sense. That makes sense to me. And while we're on, on this topic, it, it, is there a particular process that you use to plan out a year, you know, because, yes. you know, a lot of people are off the cuff. And I know, you know, within a lot of ways, I've been, you know, I'm kind of still, um, for lack of a better term, a cowgirl, like I'm just <laughs> off the cuff. I'm like, wait, what we got to do today? You know, the, the, yeah. the, 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 you know, we're, we're, are we, are we bringing in the cattle today or are we going? <laughs> you know? And so I, I, you know, and so for me, um, I, I recognize that there are, that there were people who are planning whole years, like, and, and interestingly enough, marketing like a full year of social media content i'm like how did you do wow how do you but you know some people are, are are you know that's their business they're like their product is um here's a whole year of how to do you know your social wow. media content and i'm like so I know I don't you, like that either. Yeah, know? so <laughs> I would like to say I'm off the cuff too. So don't okay. don't think I'm okay. not. Because okay. so when I say when I say I plan my year, I pretty much mean like I know what off when I'm gonna launch this or I, I yeah. for example, uh, so yeah, I'm very spontaneous, just like you, Joy. I wake up and I'm kind of like, what do I want to talk about today, right? In my yeah. in my niche, for example. And Woo. Um, there's this really cool rule in business that 80 20 rule where 20% of your activities will account for 80% of your success. So finding what that 20% is for you. And, um, like for me personally, I can share for me, that is social media posts. Mm, Um, podcasting is very important. And then just, you know, um, being in touch with people like DMS and messages and all that stuff. So as long as I'm hitting that, pretty much every single day. And, and I don't even record podcasts daily, but just thinking yeah. about it, for example, I feel good about me getting my goals done for the day. So I plan out more of, Oh, in this month, I'm going to launch this program in this month, you know, we're going to do this. So that's what I mean more by planning just yeah. some structure. So just, you don't have right. to go too structured. Like every day right. you have your uh-huh. post ready, but I like to do some structure at least of like, okay, I know what I'm going to be doing in the month of May you know, in the month of April, whatever the case is. 
Right, that's right. A, yeah, that's good. A good. Question too. I I thought of this. This is like off the cuff, if you will. So I'm proud of myself. <laughs> I'm usually not the off the cuff one, and Joy knows that. So, <laughs> you know, that made Love me it. think for those out there who are hearing this. Um, obviously, when you're starting a business, or or you're a business owner, or and this probably just honestly applies to everyone, regardless of what you do. Um, I know that as Americans, honestly, we go hard and we, we go hard and then we go hard more. And that's just how we're built. Like, you know, and so I wonder, I know for me, I can tend to be the person who I will go, go, go until I can't go. (laughs) Or I will burn, or, you know, I hate to say the word burnout, but in my, in my, in like a way, you know, just exhaust yourself to the point where I was like, oh, maybe I should have done that differently or, you know. You mean like today? No, really. Like, (laughs) you know, just a little side note. And I know Joy note, like I I know I did that today and I'm still. I did too. I did too. (laughs) You know, and it's like, we just do that. And so do you also plan time to rest? And and another thing, just to throw this out there. And I don't think, I don't know if this applies to you, Joy, but I know for me, I, when I decide to rest and I know there's still stuff to do because there's always stuff to do, I feel guilty. So I have a hard time resting. Yes. So I have told Ashley, why? I I commented, I I, I said, I was like, this guilt thing though. Why? It's so huge. And I'm like, well, okay, we're listening to you, Jacqueline. <laughs> no, I mean, you guys know, you guys are saying it. I see, like, I think a lot of it is cultural, like what you're saying, right? Yeah. This American culture of like, go, go, go. Yeah. Um, I can relate. When I when I started my business, I was working in nine to five. Uh-huh. I would come home and work five hours every night of my business. Yeah. I'm not even kidding you. I was like a crazy person. So it was, it was that constant thing of if I'm not working hard enough and I'm like feeling so yeah. I, yeah. I get you, but you know what? I just had to practice resting. <laughs> like yeah, as crazy as that good. sounds, I, I just had to, cause I need a lot of rest. So mm-hmm. I really do. Yes. So, um, and then I started to learn more. I don't know if you ladies have heard of human design. Mm, have you guys design. ever heard of that? I feel so like it's, just, it's something that it, when I think of that, I think of Marie Kondo, except for humans. I <laughs> know. <laughs> Okay, okay, okay. So we have no idea what human design is. Stay tuned for more with All Up in the Business with Positive Soul. And we're going to find out just how much in common we three have during this amazing chat, conversation, interview, whatever you want to call it with Jacqueline Kadamian. It's incredible. And we believe that this is going to be one of our highest listened to podcast episodes ever. So tune in, don't miss a beat, and stay positive with soul on the Challenge Yourself podcast. Tune in to find out what happens next. Become a weird friend by joining our 24-7 community, featuring blogs, forums, and weekly inspiration. 
Start now by following challenge.courage on Instagram and Facebook. And email us your thoughts, comments, and questions at nofakersinfo at gmail.com. Ciao.